Hey y'all, welcome back to the Tribe Podcast. I am so excited you're here. Today we are going to talk about being a cheerful giver. So let's jump into it. Being a cheerful giver doesn't just mean our money, although God does call us to be good financial stewards of what he's entrusted to us. And I will touch on that briefly in a little bit, but I believe that being a cheerful giver encompasses so much more than that. It is our time and our energy. It's the posture of our heart and how we love and care for what God has entrusted to us. One of my favorite things about God is that he specifically plants us in the spaces that he wants us to be. Sometimes those places aren't permanent. It could be a season of a friendship or a temporary job. It could be in our neighborhoods or a short-term hobby. Other times our places are more permanent. It's in our marriages, our children, our family of origin, our churches, And what I'm sure of is that when God plants us in our spaces, he does it because he wants us to cheerfully give and contribute to that community. If we believe that God doesn't make mistakes and therefore we are planted right where he wants us to be, then why are we busying ourselves with errands and to-do lists instead of cheerfully loving and pursuing all of the people that God has put before us? In 2 Corinthians 9, verses 6 through 8, it says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Okay, so I would not consider myself qualified to give a talk on tithing, although my pastor is. So if y'all want to visit Cypress Church in the fall, you can bet on hearing what God has to say about tithes and giving. But what I will say is that my husband and I took a leap of faith at the beginning of our marriage, and we began to fully tithe through all of the seasons that we have walked through, which includes job loss, one income, having babies, addiction recovery, unexpected medical bills, starting a business, we have continued our journey to faithfully give back what ultimately belongs to God. For us, it's automatic. It comes out as soon as my husband is paid. And when money gets tight, we don't change our tithe amount. We make the choice to cut back in other areas because nothing is more important to us than giving the first fruits of what we make back to the Lord. What I've learned on this journey is that as we have continued to cheerfully give and be obedient with our finances, God has always provided everything we need. And I'll let you in on a little secret. Oftentimes, a lot of our wants are fulfilled as well. I would encourage y'all to read it in scripture on your own time. It's in Numbers 18. It's in Proverbs 3, Deuteronomy 12, 2 Chronicles 31. It is literally all over scripture, which in and of itself shows us how important it is to God to be a cheerful giver. When I think outside of our finances and I'm talking about and processing being a cheerful giver in my own life, it's the way that I wake up each morning. About a year ago, I started making a conscious choice of surrender. So before my feet even hit the floor, I pray a prayer of surrender. I surrender my day to God and however he sees fit to use it. 
I let go of my expectations and what my calendar says for the day. And I give my day to the Lord. I also give him the first of me. So I get up before my kids and I spend time in prayer and I study God's word and I draw close to him. And I learned this from my husband. For years, he has faithfully given the first of his day to the Lord. He gets up hours before the rest of the family, significantly earlier than I get up myself. And it's been amazing to just watch him spend that time with the Lord. I'm so grateful that he is the leader of our house. And that's what our sons are growing up and seeing. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I have had some real growing pains in this area because... I am not a natural morning person. In fact, I am more cheerful when I've had a few sips of coffee or maybe even my first cup of coffee, but I'm learning that it's important to give God the best of me, and I can't do that when I'm distracted by the kids or when I'm thinking about what needs to be accomplished for the day. So I get up and I commit to cheerfully giving God the first of my day by surrendering my day and my thoughts and my expectations and sacrificing a little extra sleep. I am trusting in God and I'm setting myself up to see and hear from him each morning. It's this obedience that has helped ease my growing pains and getting up early. And it's also what has laid the foundation for me to commit to getting healthy by keeping my eyes trained upwards on God. So No longer am I looking left and right. My sights are set upward. Earlier this summer, our oldest son went to a church camp called NTS, which stands for Never the Same. And during his time there, he studied the book of Esther. So that week in my morning time with the Lord, I included reading the book of Esther. I wanted to align myself with what our son was immersed in at camp. And for those of you that have never read this short, sweet book, I would encourage you to do so. It is 10 chapters and it's so fascinating. And what I learned from Esther is that God intentionally planted her in a royal position. He had a purpose for her life and Esther trusted in God. So she took a leap of faith, even though she was risking severe consequences, including her own death. But because Esther was obedient, she saved an entire nation. She made the choice to step out in faith and God blessed her people because of it. Y'all, that's what it looks like to be a cheerful giver of what God has entrusted to us. She used her royal position for good. Esther 4 verse 14 says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your families, you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. Y'all, I believe the same is true for me and you. This is our time. If God wanted you to be in any other family, with any other friends, at any other job, he would make that abundantly clear. Y'all, God's plan cannot be thwarted. So we are called to cheerfully give the best of ourselves where he has planted us. That means our finances, our time, our heart, our energy, our love. I believe that we are what we repeatedly do. So it starts with one small step, compounded daily over the course of a few weeks. Those weeks turn into months and the months turn into years 
And I promise that if you start now, you will look back a year from now and be so glad that you did. I'll end with this. Matthew 6 verse 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Make time for what really matters. Start being a cheerful giver. Give God and the people that he's entrusted to you the best of who you are. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.